there. I see. Have to quote Dumb and Dumber whenever you get a chance. Te podcast. That's what we should call it. The Te podcast. Okay. Okay. I'll think about that next time. But yeah, welcome, welcome to, welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Amy. I've got Caleb sitting right next to me. And you know what? Honestly, this kind of feels like deja vu. Does it? Yeah. Like this whole scenario of how we just recorded the podcast. Yeah. In the same spot. Yeah. Under the same sun. Uh huh. Well, I guess they're all under the same sun, right? They are, but they're all on different days. We've never lived this day before. So (laughs) it's a new day, a new podcast. New day, new you. New day, new you. Who dis? But the last podcast we did, we were sitting in this exact same spot, drinking the exact same thing. I feel like it's probably around the exact same time. It probably is. So nothing much has changed from this week to the next. <laughs> so cheers to that. Cheers to that. We'll do a little clink clinker. Oh. If you're wondering if we're what we're drinking right now, it is uh, my specialty. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it's not a specialty. It sounds a lot cooler than it is. I yeah, call that's it, true. I call it the coconut cold brew, but really it's just some cold brew coffee, hand ground and aeropressed fresh. So that's kind of special. Ooh, but I kind of like mine like not fresh. Get out. <laughs> and then I mix a little bit of normal water with it. You know, just reg, plain. H2O. H2O. And then I top it with some coconut water, um, which is kind of the secret ingredient. If you can get some good coconut water, it's really good. Gives it that little sweetness with the bitterness. Mm-hmm. I drink coffee black most of the time, so I don't mm-hmm. like a whole lot of like extra add-ins and sweetness and different flavors or viscosities. So. And I don't drink coffee. And you don't drink coffee, but you will drink this. I will drink this if you offer to make it for me because it's just it's nice and refreshing. And I like the taste of coffee, so it does have that little hint. And then I love coconut water. I don't know. It's a good combo. It's a good you did combo. a good job. If you uh, haven't tried it, you should try it out or come out here in the desert where it tastes even better under this midday sun. And you'll make it for everyone, right? I'll make it as long as I don't spill it everywhere, which I also just did. (laughs) That did happen just right before we were about to record. Spilled coffee grounds everywhere. Yeah. All over the van. Amy had just cleaned out the whole van. She's like, hey, give me five minutes because that's pretty much all it takes to clean the van. It was longer than five. (laughs) Maybe like 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Four times as long. Yeah. It's like a 20 minute clean. Anyways, that's the blessing of the van is you can clean it pretty quickly. But it does get really dirty really fast. Oh, yeah, it's probably as already just, dirty right now. Well, as just happened because it was super clean and then coffee grounds just well, spilled everywhere. Well, it got dirty literally the second after you finished <laughs> cleaning it because I accidentally hit over my fresh ground coffee grounds that I was brewing and they spilled everywhere. Like mm-hmm. coffee grounds. We'll, we'll be finding coffee grounds for weeks. Coffee grounds and dust. But also, I mean, yeah, it doesn't take that long to clean the van if you're doing just like a quick, you know, a quick cleanup. But we haven't done a deep clean of the van. That would take a while. I don't even know what that means. If we were to, like, take everything out of the drawers and, like, vacuum up all the dust, because there's a lot of dust, especially in the back. No, there was a lot of dust when we moved into it. Like, it's impossible to get all the dust out of this van at this point. No, it was pretty clean when we moved in. There was still dust. Well, of course there's going to be some. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's always going to be some dust. Yes. But there's a little a little extra that we could probably... Well, we've been living in the desert. We've been living in Arizona for, God... How long now? Arizona has been like our residence. Is Arizona your favorite state now? Mm. Do you think? I mean, I think that question has to come with like parameters. Like, is it your favorite state to blank? B in. 
What about that parameter? Um, how would you answer that? Right now, yes. Have we spent the most time in Arizona out of all the states since we've been in the mm -hmm. van? Do you know I mean, the, the only thing that, that would rival it would be Colorado. Yeah. We've been, let's see, November, December, and like half of January. Colorado, we were July, August. No, I think Colorado still wins. Colorado still wins. I think. I mean, um, it's close. It's definitely close. Well, who knows? We still have a few months of kind of freedom and flexibility to just um, travel where we want. Okay, here's also the question. Also known as not Texas. Do we want to travel? I don't know. So, <laughs> so like, I guess what we led into this was that, yeah, we're, we've been sitting in the same spot since we recorded the last podcast, mm -hmm. which has, has that ever happened before? Man, I have so many questions on my mind. We need like a person sitting off to the side that can like go through all the podcasts and, you know, well, pull out the answers. I don't know. I feel like this is just Fact brought checker. up. This is just brought up an interesting topic, which, okay. I'm going to be honest with everyone listening. Sometimes we go into podcasts with really no clue what we're going to talk about. I mean, definitely, I think a fallback is we can recap what we've been doing for the last week or two weeks or how <coughs> long. Bless you. Thank you. However long it's been since we last Excuse recorded. <laughs> but this week, like I said, we are in the exact same spot recording. We have just stayed in this spot for the whole week. It's been like exactly a week since we recorded. We've just stayed in this spot. And, I mean, not that much has happened that can be reflected on or talked about i mean i feel like we've been here a while yeah but it's only been a week but that's how that's how van life is and i think we've been talking about it the whole time like a week feels like a month yes it's kind of like we're living we're living dog years now because dog years. it feels like we've been in this spot for a while and also tucson for a long time we're outside of tucson but it's only been a week it's only been a week yeah but it feels like the days are longer yeah maybe well, Still 20, maybe 25 hours. We're, we're also just squeezing so... I, I don't, it's weird because sometimes you squeeze so much out of a day and then sometimes you don't, like, you don't really... If you were to write down a list of everything you do, you don't do that much. But it feels like a long day. It feels like you did a lot. Yeah. Well, I think it's the aspect of where it feels like maybe it's just still how the life is just so new to us, even though we've been in it six months, but it's just so different from my previous 30 years of life i mean six months compared to 30 years yeah so. where it's still just like i wake up and i'm like oh my god i'm in a van <laughs> and like it's just it's completely different but i'm very you're like very present for every moment because there's just so much stuff you have to be aware of rather than just like my 30 years of habitual living in uh you know amongst society that's in true the house it's just like you don't i don't even have to think at that point i just get up and like my day is before me now it's like every step is has to be intentional and purposeful and you know you can form habits while living in the van like i definitely think this i mean if you want to talk specifically like this week we've like implemented a lot of rituals or a lot of habits um for the last seven days mm -hmm. but, but that's about as far as you can go but like, even with those habits you still have to be more you can't just like zone out really and do those habits because they depend on a lot of things. So for example, mm -hmm. uh, or you have to just to be present with your reality. So for example, we both um, have really been wanting to, I think, dive deeper into our yoga and meditation practices, which we've always had. They've stayed, I mean, we've kept them for a few years, but 
I feel like both of us have expressed that we intentionally want to go deeper into them. I know you've expressed you want to like start from the beginning. I, well, I kind of want to. Did we talk about this in the last episode? See, it's already been that long <laughs> that I can't remember if we were talking about. Um, oh wow, a sheriff is out here driving by. You don't see that often on these lands. First time we've seen a sheriff. Checking out, out all the hooligans. <laughs> here I am sitting three fourths naked, just waving him, giving him the peace signal. What up, sheriff? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> well, we were talking about what we were bringing into 2021, and mm-hmm. I wasn't a big resolution guy mm-hmm. or, uh, or a big reflection guy, but mm-hmm. you're making me that. Um, and uh, yeah, I've, I mean, we started doing yoga maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. like very consistently, like both intentionally were like, hey, I want, it felt like we were both kind of called or pulled towards exploring it. We were doing it every day. Yeah. Well, even before that, we were like, had started doing it in certain like workout programs and we're like yeah. really liking it. And then we're like, you know what? I want to dive more into that. I want to add that on to like everything I do. And we started doing that and like laid a really good foundation to where now we're it's doing just a it. part of us. And a well, part we were of doing life. it every day. We ordered some books too because we were like, mm-hmm. I want to know more than just this asana practice. I wanted to dive in. Or the physical practice. I want to be enveloped. I want to know about the culture and the philosophy and the history and the limbs, if you want to get that into it. For me, like I was always more interested in that part Mm -hmm. than the physical part because back in the day when I first picked it up, I was pretty big into like working out with like weights and like I want, I want to call it bodybuilding <laughs> because I'm a scrawny little You weren't bodybuilding. Dude. No, but I, I like being that, but... fit and, like, muscular. And you were like, bulking. But bulking for me is only to an extent. It's not. I yeah, can you're only not max out huge. at, like, 185. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I put on a shit ton of weight. But, but you were, I mean, yes, you were very in tune with, like, your working out. And your working out was very, like, weight training. Mm-hmm. Weight involved. Yeah, weight training your, with some cardio, but I hated cardio. Your diet was super... Protein heavy, carb light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. High protein, low carb. Yeah. And and I was always interested in those more kind of like mental and like life aspects of the practice of yoga. And then when I started doing it physically, kind of worked into these other programs, I'm like, oh, I really like the physical aspect of it too. <laughs> because I always like stretching and it was kind of like stretching with strength with everything else that we were learning about and was presented to us very well Uh anyways five down five years down the road and i wanted to like i don't i don't want to start over but i wanted to like get back and kind of analyze my foundation a little bit on how my yoga practice and yoga journey began get back to the roots yeah because uh one of the books i just started this week called the heart of yoga by tks discipline can't say his name <laughs> but that was one of the first books we read at that time period and it's very foundational and just like the practice of yoga from the asanas to the breathing to the uh, the the mindset behind the sequencing. it the sequencing how the structure sequences how to do counter poses and then uh and then also the mental stuff the the mental fog that clogs our mind and the abhijja yeah all that stuff and so i've been reading that again i really wanted to focus more on like getting back to my foundation and kind of being like you know where did I come from where did this what did I build on how did I get here so have you found anything in your foundation that you're like this doesn't I feel like it feels like you're kind of re-examining your foundation at the same time like I think you're Mm -hmm. relearning but you're also re-examining 
And has you found anything that you've been like, hmm, this doesn't really resonate with me anymore, or this was something I built my foundation on, and um, it's not a part of my core and who I am right now? Um, nothing. Um, nothing like that. I think. I think I wanted to reanalyze it because since we've been in the van, it's kind of just been myself leading yoga to mm-hmm. myself. I haven't. Back when we had a house, it was easier to do, like, we had several DVD programs, or um, even back in Nashville, we could go to, like, classes. I know. And I, I actually never studios. went to a community studios. class in Denver, but yoga was always more of a personal experience for me, like a solo, like, it's okay if other people are there, but it's, it's not about them. <laughs> well, no, that's true. I mean, that's very true, because I like, I like both. I like to practice yoga by myself, but I think... I lean more heavily towards practicing with people mm-hmm. and it doesn't for me it doesn't take away from the solo experience mm-hmm. it I feel the like the community I feel the union of like all of us breathing the same breath and like and I I like that a lot in my own little personal experience but I yeah I know it's a more personal thing for you yeah I mean I, I do like the community aspect like you said like um, back in Nashville, we go to this place called Shakti. If you're in Nash, if you're in Nashville, and whenever it feels safe and right, Shakti yoga. Shakti is probably not COVID friendly because I was gonna say it was the <laughs> most uh, community yoga I had ever experienced. We would go to these hot yoga classes, and it was basically just an old house. Yeah. And uh, just in their living room, essentially all cleared out on their wood floor, would be like 50 people, 49 women, and me, <laughs> with like. Matt to Matt. Matt to Matt, sometimes overlapping, and the room would have to be 100 degrees, and I would not just that hot. pool puddle of sweats, sweats, pool. I would just sweat pools and puddles of sweat, <laughs> of sweat. and just be like, yo, this is yoga. That was a cool experience because mm-hmm. I did feel it was one stepping out of my comfort zone two the community was very cool and the classes were like very cleansing but Mm -hmm. i have not done that in a while Mm -hmm. but one thing i'm learning this time around is that i think reading the book i think i've actually swung too far like when i started yoga it was more i got into it because of the physical things even Mm -hmm. though i was intrigued by the uh the mental aspects of it and the existential aspects of it it was the physical that kind of hooked me first and now I feel like over the years I'm actually now going when I'm going back to my foundation I've kind of swung too far the other way and I don't do as much of the physical aspects yoga had just become more of like a relaxation a stretching time kind of a mental wind down and I want to get back into body mind spirit or whatever it's called so finding the balance between those two Yeah, things. finding the balance, which I guess is always yoga, just finding the balance. <laughs> that's life, man. <laughs> that's life. But but it was curious. I feel like that's kind of been one thing that's opened up to me a little more. I haven't been as committed or disciplined mm-hmm. into like making sure I do the physical aspect of yoga on a regular enough basis to balance out uh, the other aspects. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so that's one thing I've been doing this week. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> thing you've been doing this week. Well, yeah. We were talking about forming habits, and yeah, that that was one I wanted to form. We were talking about forming habits and how living in a van or living on the road, you can form habits. It's a little bit harder, obviously, because your lifestyle is not as grounded. It's not as stable. 
as maybe living in a house or an apartment might be, but also there are other things that affect your habits. So for example, both of us wanting to dive deeper into our yogic practices, whatever those are, mm-hmm. they depend on the weather. They I do. mean, we can't, it would be, it would be a big challenge to try to do what we've been doing the last week if we were contained in the van. <laughs> yes, which is what we were experiencing our last month in Colorado. Yes. So the weather is a big thing. Also, which is why we're in Tucson right now. That like is why it we're is, here. It is. It feels like it's almost ninety degrees probably right now with this direct <laughs> but it's like midday 70. sun. It's probably like seventy-five, mm-hmm. um, which is great. But we are in the desert, so the nights are about a thirty to forty degree difference mm-hmm. than it is right now. So it's still getting chilly at night. But it's kind of crazy because when you want to like, if you sit down, and you're like, okay, what do I want to make my days look like? Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to freely be outside to exercise or to practice yoga or like I really want to do sunset walks so like I need to be somewhere that's warm around sunset or has a good sunset like you start thinking of all these things and then you have to pick where you go based on all those things because it directly affects it well I feel like it more for us it's been like uh not instead of picking where we go to make those habits it's been like forming the habits from where we are or where we have to be Yes, but I do think with this choice, like coming to Tucson, I guess I never, I don't think I really voiced or even realized it till now. I think subconsciously it's because I knew I wanted to do all those things and I knew that this area could give it to me. I think ditto too, but also yeah. like, it's just cold everywhere else. So <laughs> I mean, we I mean, saying... we heard on the last podcast, we tried Texas and it was actually, well, the spots we were in were not warm enough and they were windy, but the spots we were going to would have been warm enough, but not. They weren't as sunny. I know that, which we need for our solar. Yeah. And sunny here, even though it is, I just checked, 73 and sunny, but it feels like 80s. Yeah. Like, In a maybe good it's way. just because we're close to the equator or something. It's just the dry, closer. it's the dry heat. The it's dry like it was heat. in Colorado, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But trying to form habits and form routines while living on the road, I think is very, there's just so many, you have to stay very present with it because there's so many other outer, outside, um, things that affect it another one is like a habit i try to keep and i do a pretty good job of keeping Ooh, that one feels good can y'all hear it <laughs> that was my wind sound oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but like for instance another habit that i do a good job of keeping and try to keep is drinking a gallon of water a day in a house you, you really, drink hella water i do drink hella water in a house you don't really have to worry that much about it because you always have running water available here well, I just have to make sure we have water for me to do that. You know, yeah, like but you just... don't have to worry about it. So, like at this point, some things we I feel like comfortable in six months in is being like I know how much water we're gonna go through in our like our period of four to five days. Like, yes. And even this is probably the the time period we're gonna get the lowest on water without having to refill. Yes. But like that's one thing where it was a worry, but now I'm so I'm comfortable to the point where like I know how long it lasts. I know about the like the kind of uh, the reset we need on provisions and water. To yeah. Where it's like I know we're not gonna get to a point where it's the middle of the day and all of a sudden we're dry as a bone. No, that's not gonna happen. On water. I guess it's not a worry, but it's just something in in your mind. You know, it's just, it's just you like think it about. keeps you present. It keeps yes. you present. That's what I'm saying. Like every time you pump the water, uh-huh. you're gonna. That's water that you can't get back. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I meant to say. It's not like I worry. Like every time, I'm like, oh, do I have enough water to where I can drink yes. a gallon today? It's just it's like every time endless. I'm pumping our water, 
into my water bottle, which is a lot. You drink I literally hella water. to fill one of my water bottles. I think it's like forty-two pumps. I've counted. I've I've counted too, and it is around forty, but yeah. sometimes it's in the thirties. It depends on like the pressure of water that comes out, obviously. Yes. But yeah, it's like thirty-seven to forty-two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, every time I do stuff that, here. how many pumps does it take to fill Amy's water bottle? Her forty-two ounce <laughs> water bottle. Every time I do that, though, like you just you're present when you're thinking like I'm getting water out of this sink right now, which. I, I mean, I've noticed when I stay at house, like we stay at friends' houses, we get an Airbnb, and I just like turn the faucet on and stick my water under there. No clue, or just no not clue. not very present with it. Yeah. Not a bad thing, not a bad thing at all. But I think that's what we mean when we talk about every moment you're so present, and like at the end of a day, you just feel tired because, I mean, shit, you're that present when you're pumping water, like. Yeah. Another thing that's very dependable or dependent on our outside circumstances is showering. <laughs> yes. I was thinking about this yesterday because I took a shower. You did shower yesterday. I did. I, I applaud you for that. Anytime I think one of us showers, I feel like we won. We should I throw feel, a party. We should throw a party. <laughs> it feels re- like, especially we have our solar shower, which is basically just a big black bag. Well, it's clear on one side and it's black on the other to absorb heat. And we can hang it on our van in the morning and it absorbs sun and like it can get it can get hot. hella hot. <laughs> hella hot. So it has a little today. thermometer on it, but I don't know how. It's not accurate. It's one not time I bathed in that thing and it was like 122. That's what I was going to say. Really. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, eh, I'm about to either scald myself. Yeah. And it was hot. I mean, I would say the water was around 100. It was but, definitely in the hundreds. Yeah. When the time I did. And it said, like, I think it was reading 124, but. Damn. I mean, that shower was like $22, so there's no way that that thermometer is accurate. But it probably gets within. 30 degrees <laughs> it's warm enough. you're not gonna burn yourself in this weather hold putting it out in the sun all day I'll but a ritual or like a routine that i want to get into <laughs> is showering <laughs> but it's so dependent on other things like i can say that i can sit here and say i'm going to use our solar shower once a week or once mm-hmm. every three days mm-hmm. but if it's not warm enough and if I don't remember to put it out in the sun for it to warm up, like if I remembered now, oh, I wanted to shower today and I put it out now, it's not going to be. You would have to be like, I should push it till tomorrow. And then tomorrow it's like, well, we have to go get water and provisions. But it's another thing. We have to be at the site long enough for it to sit in the sun and get hot. Like tomorrow, we've already talked about we're planning to go into town to get provisions because we're going to run out of food and water. And if we're doing that, we can't heat i guess we could leave it out here but i guess it's just like you gotta be pre- you gotta plan for it you gotta be present for it you can't just be like it can't just pop in your head and be like i want to shower right now right yes. here today yes yes in, in a hot water situation i mean you could shower right now your waters wouldn't be hot i guess mm. that's it that's really it yeah that's true i guess we could shower right now we could shower at any moment it's just <laughs> having no, hot no, water we cannot shower at any moment don't tell me that Having you hot- showered yesterday, and I feel good about it myself. <laughs> what? How do you feel good I feel about like it? I showered. Okay, well, let me say this. Something, I've said this, and I'm like, just, it really gets hammered home every time I shower. Showering is literally a spiritual practice for me. It's a cleansing. It is. It's so cleansing. Even, cleanse. Caleb, you even, like, mentioned it today. Like, you were just like, 
I don't I can't remember the exact words you used, but essentially you said I had a shower after shower glow, post yes. shower glow. Like Well I said oh I said you look I don't know, I think I just said you look good or something. Well, I mean or of course I look good and you're like, Is it my hair? Mm-hmm. And I says, No, it's just like a post shower glow. Like of course my hair looks better. I have bangs. Bangs on the road suck because they get greasy so fast. But of course my hair looks better and like my skin just looks I don't know, of course I look nicer, but just like it does something to me mentally. Mm-hmm. And I think I've always, like, thought that was silly, like, thinking of it in that way. But, no, I'm going to own it. Like, showering feels really good, and it, like, changes my mood. It changes my energy. It raises my vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you really like being in water. I just, I mean. Like, not just, like, around water. You like being in water probably more than I do. Definitely more than you do, I Um, would say. Not that you don't like it. I just think that's how much I like it. Yeah. But I, I also, like, at the beach, I'm not a huge swimmer in the ocean which is funny because you were a swimmer not by choice by force (laughs) i was forced into a life of being on a swim team for like what one summer what no i did it for like six or eight years really yeah i did it like all through middle school oh you did what i did yeah i think i I always thought of this as like an elementary thing i think it was like seventh or eighth grade when i finally was like really diving into basketball and I was like, I don't, I, I want to focus on basketball, not swimming. That was the only way I could get out of it. Okay, so then did you like it if you did it for that long? Or did you keep saying no, but your parents kept making you? Uh, both. By that point, so I used to really like the practices. Do we want to talk about swim team? <laughs> we just go where conversation takes us. We just go where us. it leads. Um, I really liked the swim team practices. They were early, but at that point, I was a little kid. I was waking up at 6 a.m. anyways. Um, we'd go practice at like 7 a.m swim for an hour um and then like go get donuts afterwards it was amazing that was like summer it felt and it felt like a good start to the day that's like you were actually, saying to wake up really good. and get a really good swim in and then go get the little uh donut holes cinnamon and sugar donut holes uh, oh. from duncan no they were just Crispy? from kroger oh wow you be- weren't even getting like the good like the good, know. those good good donuts they were good good donuts i'm telling you that um and and then I made some really, since it was all like around the Brentwood area, it was like the same people every summer. So I started making some good friends out of it actually, and so that kind of kept me around. It was the meat days that sucked, and I feel like they've over the years, over the last fifteen years, <laughs> that they've kind of worked that out because everyone's like, yeah, the meats do suck. You stand around for ten hours, and each kid swims for like a total of two minutes over four different events, but like. 10 seconds every hour yeah (laughs) it was stupid but you were good at it i was decently good did that like keep you hooked no not really i don't give a shit about (laughs) being good about it no i didn't care about it that was like the funniest thing was that so that they would have like the state championship meet Uh at at the end of every season or whatever where was it it was always downtown nashville yeah it was uh, across like west end what was that complex called i is it across from uh, the Parthenon? Yes. I know exactly it's across what you're talking from the about. Parthenon. Yeah. I don't but remember I don't know what it's called. It's over by like Kobe Steakhouse too, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where so... we used to go on New Year's Eve. Okay. What? No, Shogun. Well, we went to Kobe's before we started going to Shogun because Kobe's was too expensive, probably. <laughs> uh, That's, these are some funny times. No. Thanks for listening. Um, anyways, well, it. in the championship state meets of swimming at the end of the year, you could actually swim an extra event if you wanted to. 
Like so, like typically anything you wanted on typical meets, you can only swim like two individual strokes and then two relays, I think. Okay. So max like four strokes total, and then, like you couldn't go over that. Yeah. Um, and then in the uh, state meet, you were allowed to have three individual mm. stuff. But, and uh, our, our team was short one year a backstroker, and they were like, "Hey, since I did, because one of my individual ones was the individual medley, yeah. So I would do all four strokes, mm-hmm. and so I could backstroke." And I just didn't like to do the backstroke because you're on your back and you can't see <laughs> except the sky. I like being able to look where I could go. Okay, anyways, I'll wrap this up. <laughs> no, I'm into it. I hope everyone else is into it. Um, and so they asked me if I wanted to do the backstroke and I was really hesitant. And I was like, okay, fine, because I actually needed a swimmer. There was no one else on the team and they needed to fill that spot. And so, like, you know, there's like dozens of heats at mm-hmm. the state yeah, yeah, where yeah. the the first two like if you're in the first heat you're the fastest and they swim the last but there can be like i was in heat number like eight which is mm-hmm. like i had never swam so they even have a time for me on the um on the season so they just stuck me in like Did the last you heat someone i didn't laugh them, but i won the whole thing in like the eighth heat <laughs> i like i did it i haven't swam it all year and uh like you can still win first being in the eighth heat with the time because it's all based on time oh. and so like i easily won my heat by yeah. like a lap and then i remember finishing and my dad was like well, he's like that that time is gonna compete because they had the times the best times mm-hmm. listed for all the swimmers and he's like that time could actually get you the win and it did <laughs> it, it did and me i didn't even give a shit about backstroke and i got like a gold medal for it <laughs> okay so i'm gonna like analyze this i think this says a lot about you i like see this experience manifesting itself in your life now can i tell you how enlighten me okay. i'm enlightened so had you, you had... ever heard that story before no no uh, it was, and one of like one of my best friends on the swim team was a backstroker and i beat his time i hadn't even swam it all year okay these are these are the things that stand out to me about this story you had no attachments to this race so you weren't like absolutely you had never been like this wasn't what you've been training for all season like there was no part of you that was no invested in this you swam in the eighth heat which means you were swimming with the people whose times were probably going to be slower than all the heats before them mm-hmm. and so you weren't being challenged really by the other people to swim faster like which should help you i feel like most people swimming would be like if you feel the people right beside you you're it's gonna that's push what you i'm to go saying faster. that's what i'm saying like if you had that. swam in that first heat and it was like really close and you had people next to you like <laughs> who knows what your time would have been if you had people pushing you yeah. you had no one pushing you you were just doing this you were in your own little world you were so far ahead of everyone I was just going fast for the sake of going fast all by myself. Well, that's what you say. But I see this in you. What I see is like when you do something, you like put your whole heart into it and you just do it. Like you do it to the best of your ability, no matter what it is. Like no matter if you're in the eighth heat of this race that you don't care about, that you haven't trained for or invested any time in, you're still, whether you knew it or not, I feel like you were like, I'm going to, like, you think you were just swimming fast to get done with it, but I really think it was the, like, no, I'm here. This is my present reality. I'm going to give it my best, even though there's even no one around me to really push me to be harder or to hold you accountable. You had nothing to hold you accountable. You just did it. Yeah. I don't know. I see that, like, I, I see that trait in you still to this day. I will accept that. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I think that it, I mean, I wasn't analyzing it like that, but 
I do have this mindset kind of like if I'm gonna do something like I'm not I don't want to wait it feels like a waste of time yeah I'm not gonna half-ass it it's just like I want every moment of my life to be purposeful and how do you do that you purposely live it you give it your all but I think the like key with this story especially is like you're not gonna half-ass it even if it's something that you're not invested in or something that you weren't expecting to have to do or yeah you know all those things that's i think what's standing out well see this cool. story had a purpose, it did have a purpose. <laughs> no that that was a cool analysis and it was a it was a funny moment uh of my childhood and i ended up winning a high point or i placed in the in the high point because of that that year yeah um and got a big old trophy for it which I didn't care about either. I was going to say, and then, <laughs> no just knowing you this. as a person now, I can see you doing something like that, being very successful um, in the eyes of your onlookers, and then just being like, okay, and just moving <laughs> on to the next thing. That being is like, how I was about swimming. Was that your last swimming? Were you like, okay, that's it, I don't want to swim anymore? That was definitely close to one of my last summers. I don't think it was, but I was definitely getting like a little older at that point. I mean, I think I started like first grade or something yeah first I or like second grade. Yeah. and at that point See, that's how i always pictured you was it like... might have been like seventh grade or, or wow sixth grade or seventh grade i don't remember the exact time frame but i just remember my parents used to love to tell that story being like remember that time you won backstroke you <laughs> won golden backstroke in the high point and you hadn't swam it all year because i've been refusing to swim it because i didn't want to swim that stroke but there's just like another really beautiful thing in that too which is like just the like moving on like not getting well, my competitive nature was tied up in basketball, so I was a little detached from okay. the accolades and the competitiveness of swimming. That was directed somewhere else. It was directed somewhere else. It was yeah. there, and it was heavy into basketball. Yeah. Or it was starting to get heavy into basketball when I discovered that, oh, wait, I like playing basketball way more than swimming. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Get it? Good. Good deep dive right there. Get it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's swim back up to the shallow end and take a breath. Oh, we're in an Olympic pool. There's no shallow ends. It's all the same depth. Oh, that shows you that I really, <laughs> I did swim team for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, where were we talking about <laughs> habits in the van? Not swimming, we were talking but getting in water. Habits. We were talking about water. You showering? It's like how much I showered. love being in water. Yes. Wow, wow. Yes, and we led to you like being in water more. It's a cleansing process for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, what else this week has been a habit that you've been mm. liking, that's been rejuvenating, that's given you that glow? Yoga, which we talked about with you, mm-hmm. or your your uh, your path with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mine has been similar. My kind of my intention. I mean, I have a similar story to you as to getting into yoga because we got into it around the same time, about five years ago. And it's been in my life ever since then, for sure. But I think I had lost, I had lost all sort of like presence with it. It became, it almost became so much of a habit that it just became something to check off the to-do list or like something that my mind took and was like, oh, this is good for you. You should do this every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm good at when my mind does that. I am good at doing those things. I do have good discipline but the presence was totally gone. And when we stayed in that Tucson house, or that house in Tucson, which we've talked about that a couple episodes ago, um, one of my my whole intention, my whole purpose 
during that week was centered around this retreat. It was a yoga retreat, an online yoga retreat. And it really kind of lit that spark in me again with yoga. Like I felt present again in my practices. And a big thing that I noticed was the difference was the length. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, or not normally, but I guess up until recently, I was making my practices like maybe 20 to 30 minutes. But the ones in the retreat, a lot of them were, you know, the ones that were like an hour long or maybe an hour and 15 minutes. That's where I really was like, whoa, I think I need, at least right now, I need a longer period of time to really get present with this practice. If it's a shorter practice, such as 20 to 30 minutes, it's a hard, I have a harder time getting fully immersed in it or fully present in it. So it was giving myself some compassion and patience of just like, hey, let's carve out some time for longer practices so that you really can get fully present in your practice. And it's been awesome. So does it take you a period within the practice to kind of like get there, get to be present? Yes. Is that why you like the longer practices? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm noticing now if I do a shorter practice, like a 20 or 30 minutes, I do feel like kind of towards the end of that practice is where I really start to feel like I've actually arrived mm-hmm. and then it's over. And then I also But that's like, almost perfect. And then you just carry it mm-hmm. into the day. I want... I like hanging out there. <laughs> hanging out. And then carrying that into my day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like being present in my body in an, in an active asana yoga practice. I like feeling each movement and like being really present with each movement instead of just doing it because I know all the poses and they say to do this and I know to do that. Mm-hmm. It's been really awesome too to... I've been doing a lot of the same yoga practices and I was feeling a little burnt out by that. And so I've been wanting to do different ones because it keeps you another way to keep you present is you don't know what's coming next. Variation of asanas. Variation. <laughs> Variety. Yeah, Spice I read, of life. I read about that in the uh, yeah. Art of Yoga book. He talks about how you need to vary your asanas, which was another thing that I wasn't doing either. Mm-hmm. We kind of gotten into the habit of, and I still will do those yeah. uh, yoga flows. They're they're amazing. Some of my favorites, but just kind of like relying too much on those to be my main meat mm-hmm. of my yoga sandwich, or not my main meat, my main tofu, your main veggie, my main veggie of the yoga wrap. I prefer wraps over sandwiches. You do. Those. You're a wrap guy. Big so, wrap guy. Big wrap guy. Big wrap guy over here. I'm enlightened. <laughs> But yeah, having the variety and like not knowing what's coming next just helps keep me present because I can definitely get in that just that roll state, that flow state, but not a present flow state of just like, oh, I know what comes next and mm-hmm. I don't have to be as present if I do that. Yep, man. You're, you're talking heart of yoga right mm-hmm. here. I mean, TK should sit down because yeah. that's, I love to that's exactly the uh, varying the asanas mm-hmm. chapter he talks about is why and why to do it. So that's felt good too. And then a third focus I feel like I've had, it's similar to what you mentioned earlier, is I did want yoga to start being more of a physical discipline than a, um, I've definitely taken advantage of it being, not to, not taking advantage in a bad way, like in a good way, taking advantage of like the, the stretching and the lengthening and the relaxation yoga can give you. Um, and I still have those tools in my pocket that I feel like I can pull out at any time. But I was kind of craving the, the, the rare, sh- like, physical strength that yoga can provide. Yes. Ditto. Yeah. Same. 
So I was looking for that too, which longer practices, or at least the longer practices I've been doing have been, have been um, providing that. So those were kind of the things I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been getting, and it's been really cool. Yeah, I think another cool thing about, so like we were doing yoga before we even moved into the van. So it's carried over. How does it look different though? Is every morning Amy wakes up with her mat and her journal and whatever else you have. (laughs) And you go out into the desert amongst Mm -hmm. the cacti and the ironwoods. And yes, we do owe this cacti an apology. (laughs) Yes. I didn't want to say it because I wanted to make an apology. It's taken us like three weeks or longer to figure out how to pronounce it. Oh, longer. Yeah. We've we've gone through like three different stages and you've heard them on the podcast, but they are, I think we finally got it. They are saguaros. Yes. The tall, just very picturesque Arizona cacti that you think of when you think of Arizona. The cacti emoji. Yeah. Saguaro. 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 S-A-G-U-A-R. R-O? Oh, I wasn't going to go that far to spell Ah, shit. Why'd I go that far? But we have pronoun- <laughs> we've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. We've said saguaro, saguero. Saguero. Saguaro. But it's saguaro. Saguaro, which you have a minor in Spanish. I felt like you should have been able to correct us on <laughs> I didn't know there was a... Ooh, helicopter flying over. What's up, bro? What up? You want to be on the podcast? I'm enlightened. <laughs> Saguaro. Yes. Yes. So I think that is the cool thing of taking advantage of, like, because, yeah, like, when we started, foundation of yoga for me also meant, like, a connection with not just body, mind, and spirit, but also with you get connected to the cycle of life, which is connected to nature. And, like, even back in the day when we would um, be living in Nashville, we would still go to a park and do yoga. Or oh, we would still yeah, go, like, yeah. if we were in Chattanooga, we would mm-hmm. do yoga in a, wherever we're staying at. Or go do a hike and do it on a mountain. Like, it, it's, there's just something about doing yoga in nature. Yeah. Um, they kinda, go together well. More, yeah, they go together well. And you kind of just feel all a part of it. It feels settled. So, Why um, did we not do that as much in Colorado? Like, when we lived in Colorado? Because we were in the heart of the city. And it took, like, it would take, like, 30 minutes but I mean, like, the Cheeseman wasn't that like there were parks that weren't that far. Cheeseman is like a crowded beach <laughs> in the middle of Denver during the nice weather days. I mean, I wanted seclusion and I wanted that's true. connection to yeah. nature and a, a well tailored park surrounded by high rises and weed smoke isn't my yeah. jam. That's yoga. my jam, just not <laughs> that's for your yoga. Jam. <laughs> I would go to Cheeseman a lot. But that's what's cool. Up. You've been, like, literally disappearing out of sight. Yeah. Going, you don't going, even know where I go. I don't even know where you go. Kona doesn't even know where you go. He can't even find you sometimes. I know. But, um, which, uh, yeah. You know where the van is, so you're not getting lost. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you go. You can go out and just do it in the middle of the desert. That has been cool. It makes me think back to, you know, when we lived in Colorado and we went to hike Mount Belford for your birthday. Mm-hmm. I think it was your 30th birthday. And we were camping in this spot, and we just, like, there was this awesome oh yeah overlook, and we just, we were like, I think we, and we had our yoga mats, we take them with us pretty much everywhere, and I was mm-hmm. like, we should do some, we were like, we should do some yoga here, so we went and rolled out our mats, and. It was, like, kind of a late afternoon, mm-hmm. early evening sunset over the mountains, like, golden, perfect weather, and we got naked and did yoga. <laughs> but that was the only, I feel like that was the only time we really, like, did yoga secludedly seclusively in nature until moving into the van would you say 
Yes, in Colorado, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I was trying to think if there's any other, like, camping trips where we ended up doing some yoga on. I don't... I, feel, I do remember that, that Belford time. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. It felt so good. It did. So, if you live in Colorado or you live somewhere and you go camping and you're into yoga, take your mat with you and do it there. And honestly, don't even, you don't even have to be in the mindset of like, I'm going to do yoga tonight or tomorrow morning. Just have just it with have you. have the mat and just like, honestly, just put it out. Like find a good spot, roll it out. And I feel like your body will just kind of be like called to it. I feel like we, we, like we like parked and then walked out to this ridge and I'm like, oh, we just need to come and like put our mats down. We can and just see what sit happens. here and see what happens. Because we did kind of do a, a combo of both. I feel like we practiced like physical practice and we also kind of like journaled. We also just kind of sat there. Yeah. You took some pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't I'll a very structured some of those pictures thing. on the Instagram and be like, hey, this is what the spot I talked Do about it. in our last podcast, yeah. which will you'll have to know what I'm talking about. I'll post them on like Tuesday, next Tuesday. Okay. So the day after this comes out. Okay. Holding you to that. Holding you to that. And if you listen to the podcast and then saw those pics, you better comment on that pic. <laughs> um, but that was a cool part. And yeah, that was also first dive into doing naked yoga outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which felt really, really good. It feels really good. It feels very, it just feels natural too. I mean, just being naked outside it feels so primal and so natural and just like i don't there's something in me that like recognizes it yeah yeah well you just you feel like a, a baby to mother earth yeah you feel i like mean a like when son you... or daughter in nature you're just i'm i like not it's cool being amongst the saguaros because they're almost like a little community yeah like i've been walking out and doing uh some meditation and yoga amongst them either but i found a little baby saguaro mm-hmm. which baby is he still could be like 50 years old but he hasn't sprouted any of his extra limbs yet yeah like most of them have but that's just and they feel like community it feels like a community even though they're not human yeah hmm. so that's that was cool <laughs> and that's a cool thing to take advantage of when we have these weeks where we're kind of settled where we don't have to travel and one one thing that this also the space where we're parked right now provides us because yeah. like in Colorado I remember like if I think back to early van life it's doing yoga on top of the van roof yeah uh, mainly being around Twin Lakes but that's because we were kind of surrounded by other campers all the time mm-hmm. and like you could do it outside but it, it wasn't you were kind of it wasn't like ex- secluded yeah i mean here you walk 10 feet and you're just amongst tall saguaros and ironwoods and you're you and you don't see, see anyone. anyone or anything yeah. i mean colorado in the summer is the best it's, it's the most so prime great. camping and, and i know everyone talks about all the other states are awesome <laughs> in the summer but i'm telling you i think colorado is the best i do too and you can tell it's the best because everyone everyone's there everyone's out so yeah it wasn't there wasn't as much seclusion there when we were kind of settled in Colorado for a while. So no naked yoga? No. I don't think we did any. No. No. But, man, just going back, like, I'm just thinking back to when we started this podcast, and I was like, you know, sometimes we start podcasts, and we don't really know where we're going. Uh Uh-huh. Here we are. Here we are. How, yeah, we've been talking for a while about my swim background god i never wanted to bring that up and look where we are why not kidding. i like how it tied in i guess yeah <laughs> but now i want some cinnamon sugar donuts are those <laughs> vegan mm. there are vegan donuts out there there are and we've had them 
And I was, you know what? This might be a hot take, but I was never a big donut guy. I'm, I'm big wrap guy. Love some wraps. But wait, what's your like? Donut I'm not holes. a donut guy, donut but holes. oh, that's the same thing. It's oh not the gosh. same thing, yo. It's the same what? thing. What donut holes? Wow, okay. It's the same thing. You would say that. There's a lot of people who would probably have strong opinions on that, saying donut holes are not worthy of being donuts. I guess I just don't have. I sh- like donut holes better. I guess I just don't have strong donut opinions. Like a donut is a donut is a donut. You know? Well, you need to look more closely. Okay. Also, speaking of donuts, we never checked out Voodoo Donuts when we were in Denver. Apparently, they have good vegan donuts. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, you maintain your regular yoga practice in the morning going amongst the saguaros. Mm-hmm. Which we can finally now pronounce right. Mm-hmm. I think. Saguaro. I would definitely say that just our, our um, recalibrating or like realigning of our yoga practices has been like a very forefront of this last week. Uh-huh. Obviously. That's both how we both kind of just like felt like that was needed. Yeah. Or that we wanted to do that heading into this new, it's not even, I mean, it is a new year, but I think it was just kind of like a new, a new phase. What phase of van life oh, are we in now? I mean, if you haven't caught on to it by now. Van life, like if you haven't caught on to it by listening to our podcast, van life is just a constant like resetting, you know, like yes. we'll have these crazy month or two months or weeks or whatever where like it is kind of just up in the air and we're probably not podcasting as much because <laughs> because we're literally we're just busy trying to stay and afloat. We don't really have a spot to settle and all those things. It's a constant cycle of that and then being like exhaling. <sighs> landing somewhere and being like i want to land here and just stay here and then it's like all right let's go like your cup fills up and you're like all right let's go let's have an adventure into practice or like get going yeah yeah but it's very different yeah it does feel like there's weeks where it's like every second we're go 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 and gotta be here and gotta schedule out the day to make sure we're traveling and then we park and it's like oh wow we have absolutely nothing to do for a week (laughs) (laughs) what are we gonna do this week Mm -hmm. and but even when it is like go 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 as you say it's not just like us constantly driving around sometimes it is just like trying to make it through the day like I do think there are some days where like I just don't feel settled or I don't feel grounded Mm -hmm. and so I'm literally trying to make it to the next moment (laughs) that's how I felt yesterday yeah which is weird because I had had a really great few days and then uh some reason yesterday I just like wasn't feeling it I don't know why I wasn't feeling motivated I was feeling like just kind of raga antsy and restless and um and just like I was like I don't know what was different I don't know why I brought that up (laughs) but I journaled this morning about we were talking about how every like week of van life is like a reset mm -hmm. and like I think that's kind of this morning I was just writing about it and like that's kind of how my mindset led me it's like it's okay that that was a part of your yesterday, even though the few days before were amazing and you felt great. It's like every day, every moment is essentially a chance to like, okay, begin again. Like no matter mm-hmm. how the next moment, the moment went before that or the day went before that, whether it was a great day, whether it was a bad day, it's like right now is a new chance to like start anew with mm-hmm. what you learned. Well, and I don't know. I think there's something there with like that moment of not – not being in flow or not really like feeling motivated or knowing what you want your next step to be Mm -hmm. like maybe the next step to be is just 
sitting in the sun or maybe like i know yesterday you like read a lot so maybe it's like, I don't really know what I want to do, but this book's been really interesting, so I'll just pick it up and start reading it, you know? Well, that's what talking about going back to your 2021 flow is that's what I was trying to do. You know, when we had this whole week of like, okay, we have five days where we don't have to move from this spot, but like we can schedule, we can like be more disciplined with like when we want to practice yoga and stuff. And I was like, I want to do, I was kind of getting into a routine of like being able to do physical stuff, yoga, getting some reading in, and then doing a lot of computer work, doing some more yoga, playing guitar, and like that had been uh, like transpiring over a few days and was feeling great, and I went into yesterday with that same mindset, being like, today's gonna be the same thing, and I just didn't feel that. Even mm-hmm. though I had the same space, it was just like, it felt different. And so I was like, what do, what do I feel? I was like, I'm just gonna read. I've been wanting to read this book, and so finished out the book, Into the Wild, great book we should do a whole episode on that get to reading it it. get to reading it and then we'll do a whole episode on that okay um and then i kind of tried to do some computer work wasn't feeling it so just kind of scrapped that and just like let the day come played some switch um and then today i felt good about it i I think the big thing that stands out to me when i hear that is that you recognized it and you didn't try to force anything like that's the flow part Mm -hmm. you know like you could have woke up recognize like oh man i'm just like not feeling this route i'm not feeling motivated to like really dive into this routine like i have the last few days mm-hmm. um you could have like taken that and been like but you know what this is my routine like this is you know you're attached to it mm-hmm. like this is what's make me feel good the last three days so i know if i just like power through and do it today i'll i'll feel better why well, had i mean there was parts of my brain that thought that of course and it's crazy because i would say that like van life has taught us the opposite it's made us be more in tune with like no just flow as it goes but you still have moments where i feel that way mentally where it's like no i need the forces to happen like yeah. why is it not why am i not feeling it today why is my why is my mind all over the place to, while i'm trying to just sit here and breathe like why can't i focus why can't i be creative in my editing work today and i like just because like we've been in the van six months and learning more and like embracing more how to go with the flow those moments still come up and i kind of had to step back and realize like that is okay and i think going with the flow looks like in that moment you know just not trying to power through what has been flow for the last few days Uh you know going with the flow was okay this doesn't feel like flow i'm gonna not force myself to do it and just ride this wave and see where it takes me ride it ride the wave of the desert (laughs) go with the flow to allow more ease to invite more ease in who says that that, that's my that's Amy. my intention. <laughs> that's your intention to let more ease in. I I allow the flow to invite more ease in. Yes. Yeah. Well, it still takes. It it does. Effort. It does. And yeah. Because I think if I mean I feel like if I could be wrong, but like I mean if you had powered through yesterday and just been like no, like I'm sticking to this schedule that's provided flow over the last three days. Like you could have woke up this morning still like feeling blocked and maybe you do and that's okay maybe i do i mean it kind of goes back to what you've been saying too which is just start where you are begin where you are begin and if where, where you, you are, are is not where you were yesterday like it's not as motivated or inspired or creatively driven as it was yesterday that's okay mm-hmm. so your days gonna look different because you're not starting in the same spot yeah it doesn't make sense to try to make this day look exactly like the day before it does not. It's a new day. Mm-hmm. Never lived this day before. Even though we're podcasting around the same time, under in the same spot, 
around like with the sun as it is it's a new day we've never we've never done this podcast before can you believe it sun is shining the weather is sweet make you want to move your dancing feet to the rescue (laughs) bob marley here i am which by the way your dad told me i looked like bob marley the other day and that's it i'm done mic drop i'm on i'm done that's it that's my legacy you have reached your peak it's all downhill from here yep (laughs) i don't that's it that's a pretty good compliment uh wow well yeah Mm. for not having anything to talk about at this podcast it sure went a long time that's how it works sometimes that is how it works um and yeah if i think about on what i've done today it hasn't been a lot (laughs) other than this podcast and spilling coffee beans everywhere coffee grounds coffee grounds worse than beans that's true because about a hundred beans multiply into a million grounds. <laughs> it's about the speed at what the human race is populating the earth at this moment. What? How beans are, how, how like you grind the beans in it, like, okay. I don't know. <laughs> right. This connection's a little out All there. Right. I'm, I'm stretching that one. I'm forcing that one now. I'm not going with the flow. Okay, what's <laughs> the flow saying that I think this episode should be wrapped up? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's what that last is that's what yeah it's telling me i'm done speaking words today okay okay i'll take over take over over from here thank you so much for listening for tuning in for following along um we love you and you know what we will catch you next time it might be right here and it might not it might not Uh, but yeah peace out peace